Friends with Cinefus. I am your host, Alex McAllister. Again, thank you for joining this spooky episode of Friends with Cinefus. With me today is longtime friend, longtime mentor, Drake Davenport. Drake, say hello. Hey, everyone. Hey, Alex. How's it going? <laughs> it's going great. I'm glad to see your face and talk to you. It's yeah. been a while. Me too. It has been a while. You are still my only friend that has come out to visit me in Colorado. What? Nobody yes. else has? Yeah, isn't... Aren't they mean? You know? What's <laughs> dude, up with that? Dude, I want to come visit again. Hey, you should. I got a roommate now, but hey. Oh, well. <laughs> Joseph Woods, I know him. <laughs> exactly. Shout out Joseph Woods. <laughs> um, anyways, Drake, I wanted you to be on because in college you've always made me... You'd always talk about scary movies. You have this like weird psychotic <laughs> mindset to you. No offense. Weird psychotic and mindset. I'm actually going to tell this story now. I, oh, I mentioned it to you earlier. In college, do you remember what movie you made me, Ben Simpson, and Holt Will watch? Yes, and you came over to my apartment when all my roommates were gone, right? Yep. It was Jason X. It was Jason X. <laughs> And at the end, you were like, oh, I'm going to put my Michael Myers mask on and come knock on your windows at night. And we lived in the dorms, so we had to like ride a bus home to the dorms. And it was me and Holt in one dorm, and then Ben and James in the other. James was in Indy for the weekend visiting his lady. And me and Holt are laying there in our bunk beds, and we hear a knocking. And we're like, nope. I nope, we ain't doing this because we're like it has to be Drake. He literally said he's gonna do this. We're like we're just not gonna answer. Like look out the window. It goes by like five minutes of knocking, and we're like maybe we should just like go check so that he'll leave or whatever. And so we go and peek out the curtains, and no one's there. But then we see like a shadow running towards the door of our building and we see like a light come open because someone was leaving and so they were squeezing in and we're like oh okay drake's gonna be like in the stairwell i'll go get him and so i walk over to the stairs and it's ben simpson and just a towel and i was like ben what the heck are you doing and he's like finally you guys answer and i was like what's going on and he said he had to go take a shower in like their community shower yeah and locked himself out of his room. He didn't have a key. He didn't have his phone. <laughs> and so he just, he's like, well, I guess I know where Holt and Alex are. And so he ran over and was beating on our windows in just a towel. He thought it was me? <laughs> yeah, we were like, you can't do this. After we watch a scary movie with Drake, and he says he's going to do this. <laughs> it's the craziest story ever. It is. It's one of my favorite <laughs> memories of college, but... I was actually thinking about the Jason X movie the other day when you asked <laughs> me to come on. Too, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, it's not that one's not a very good movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's fun though. Um, so, what movie did you choose to review this week, and why? Uh, I picked the movie Scream, <clears throat> um, mostly because I mean it's October, so we had to pick a scary movie, um, and it's also one of my favorite scary movies. And the fact that it like touches like satire and all the other scary movies mm -hmm. was a big reason so okay i i'm sure you've seen it a bunch of times i've never seen it before yeah but yep. i like i think i've seen scary movie which is just a parody <laughs> of this yeah and so have you seen any know. of this screen because there's four of them no um no? yeah i haven't seen any of like the classics like Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, what? the original Halloween. Yeah, what? ain't that crazy? <laughs> so, yeah, yesterday I went and bought um, it's Scream 1, 2, and 3, and then Nightmare on Elm Street. Wait, you're going to watch them all? All the Screams? I don't know. You just Probably bought them? You not. bought them, but you're not going to watch them? It was a combo pack. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah two, um, and, 2 and 3 aren't as good as the first one, though. Yeah, so I don't know if I'll watch them or not. Who knows? You should. Yeah, but um, we'll get into this. I was going to read the synopsis of this movie. Let me look it up. I'll have to edit this out. Do we do we tell people how we know each other? Oh, shit, I will. 
Okay, Drake. Um, I've known you since grade school. Uh, yeah, we both went South Terrace, right? You're you're younger. Yeah, you were a year older than me, and I just wanted to be friends with like you and Cody and Griffin. But you guys were a lot cooler than me. Oh, whatever, dude. Um, and then you guys were in sixth grade. I was in fifth grade. And then you guys started dating all the girls in my grade. I don't know if you did specifically. <laughs> I dated Rachel Argentine. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. And we were like, the guys in my grade, we were just like, what the heck is this? Like, they can't do that. That's illegal. But then in high school, we grew closer at Young Life Camp. Yes, I was thinking that. You had the craziest Harlem Shake I've ever seen. <laughs> you literally got possessed or something. Yeah, dude, my back hasn't been the same since. It was like cracking. It was funny. <laughs> And we were just together because Griffin was there with a lady, and Holt will met a lady, and so me and you were just like... Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And do you remember that pillow fight that happened? Yeah. There's like 50 Dude, guys just were, going nuts. People were dying at that Dude, pillow fight. that was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, so... Okay, well... Um, I gotta read the synopsis now. Alright. A year after the murder of her mother, a teenage girl is terrorized by a new killer who targets the girl and her friends by using horror films as part of a deadly game. That's it. Short and sweet. Wait, that's it? Short and sweet. <laughs> that's just going to be like a one-minute-long synopsis. That's how most of them have been. Like, the last one with my mom, I just started reading it, and then at the end, I was like, that's not accurate at all. <laughs> so I figured short and sweet. Yeah, so nice. this came out in 1996. Great year. The year that we were both I born. was born. I was born in 1992. Oh, there you go. When were you born? December 8th. Do you know what month I was born? March. Nice. <laughs> what day? Guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just guess. I 22nd. No, oh, 16th. Ah, oh, man. <laughs> I was close. I probably have it in my phone, but... <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, it came out in 1996. Good year. Uh, the budget was $15 million, and it ended up making $173 million, which is Did you know money. on that, did you know this? Like, it was the highest uh, grossing, grossing slasher film uh, until 2018? Really? Which, guess what movie uh, took its spot in 2018? Was it the new Halloween? Yeah, dude. How'd you know that? Yeah. <laughs> I just guessed. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie, too. Yeah. Um Thing. I didn't know that the new Halloween actually made that much money. That's probably why they're making a sequel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was reading. Um, I was reading back to your point in the nineties. Um, mm-hmm. I was doing research on this movie, and they said like the horror movies in the nineties were like just all flopping because they just mm-hmm. kept making sequels and remakes to like Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween. Yeah, and exactly. And they just and they were like like kind of cartoonish. They weren't very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so then this one came out and it like revitalized the whole horror movie films so yeah and like i feel like now it's kind of it's opened the door for other not satirical film like not like the scream or not scream the scary movie type movies but like yeah um kind of like tropic thunder how that's (laughs) just like making fun of making movies yeah but it's not like in a weird exactly type of way Exactly, because there's like two types like that. The scary movies were just a complete joke, and these were it's actually yeah. like a good movie. Like this is actually exactly. it's a horror movie, scary movie, and gory, but it like a bunch of satire in it too. Yeah. So, um, on Rotten Tomatoes, this has a seventy-eight percent. I kind of expected. Okay, whenever I watched before I watched it, I looked it up, and I expected it to be much lower. Yeah. Because um, it's a horror movie, and they're usually not very high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then it was 78, and I watched it, and now I'm like, I don't know, it, it could probably be higher. Like, I don't have any problems with it. <laughs> uh, but this was directed by Wes Craven. Wes Craven who... is the goat. Okay, there we go. What are your... How many movies of his have you seen, if you know? Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, I mean, yeah. for sure. Hills Have Eyes. Yeah. All the screen movies, and then I think Last House on the Left was his too. Yep. And then he died like a couple years ago. Yeah, 2015 from a brain tumor. Whoa. Yeah, but have you I... seen any of his other movies? No, 
I've been trying to watch, like this month, trying to watch all the classic horror movies. So I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes, that's awesome. And then through that, I was about to watch Hills Have Eyes. But then I think I ended up just watching something else. Um, (laughs) And then I wanted to watch Last House on the Left because it's based on one of my favorite old movies from Ingmar Bergman called The Virgin Spring. I've never heard of that. It's so good. You gotta watch it. Um, it's a Swedish film, so it has subtitles, but it's yeah. really good. Less of a horror movie and more of just like a suspenseful movie, I guess. Nice. <clears throat> yep, but uh, the cast in Scream, the main character, I guess, was Neve Campbell as Sydney. Yep. I didn't know her from anything else she's been in other than the sequels. She's been in a few movies. She's like famous for being in some uh, movie called like The Wild Things or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever yeah. heard of that movie. It's like a famous like uh, it's like an American Pie type movie. Not really uh, though. I don't know. Sense. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also Skeet Ulrich was Billy Loomis, her boyfriend. He also like I'd never seen anything else he was in he's in riverdale now which i think people watch yeah i've never seen him i haven't seen that show either but i've never seen him either but he played the part perfect he's a psychopath yeah whenever i was whenever i was watching i was like he looks so much like young johnny depp (laughs) dude i swear dude i was reading uh reading some research that they wanted to cast somebody that looked like johnny depp to really just like the nightmare on elm street movies i don't know if you yeah. johnny depp was like 16 when he was this is his first movie so they wanted to cast somebody that looked like him so that's kind of crazy you just said that yeah like literally when i was watching it is like he doesn't look like johnny depp but looks kind of like the johnny depp type i guess yeah um, the young johnny depp yeah <clears throat> um next was Matthew Lillard as Stu. Do you he's, know what movie he's from? Scooby Doo. Yeah, he's Shaggy. <laughs> yeah. If you like show anyone a picture of him, it was just like, oh, that's Shaggy. Which his character in this, I was just kind of expecting Shaggy, <laughs> and he wasn't a lot like Shaggy. Dude, it was but... a good, yeah, it was an awesome performance by him. Yeah, he really was. Um, also, Drew Barrymore as Casey Becker. <laughs> yep. I thought she was going to be a main character. Spoiler alert, she's not. Yeah, she dies in the first 15 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. That scene with her is, like, pretty awesome as well. Yeah, dude, it's, like, the craziest thing ever. uh, I was reading a couple things about that. and uh, One is she signed on to be, like, the main character of Sydney, And Mm then um, I think there's, like, a scheduling conflict with something else. So she decided she still wanted to be in the movie, but Mm -hmm. she just wanted to die. And she's, like, a famous really famous back then or something so i guess yeah. like all, all the people that watch the movie for the first time are like well the first, most popular character <laughs> dies in the first 15 minutes yeah exactly it's kind of crazy um yeah. yeah she's in 50 first dates wedding singer charlie's angels and et i'll <laughs> yeah. hit on hit on that later the et unless you have something to say no she's just like a little kid wasn't she in that movie yeah um actually i'm just gonna hit it now when they're in the <laughs> movie store like later in the movie, um, in the background, I think someone says like, "Oh, we should rent E.T." and it's like, "Wow, <laughs> how how does that movie exist?" Andrew Barrymore's in this movie. It's probably why they did it. <laughs> yeah, um, there's a but lot of stuff like that. Back like to the, back to Wes Craven real quick. Did you know he had a cameo in the movie? Uh, was he like the janitor in the Freddy Krueger? Yes, yeah, he was yeah. the yeah. It's pretty crazy. He's wearing the the hat and the sweater. I think that Freddy Krueger yeah. wears. I didn't notice it until like I knew like I saw it and I was like, okay, that's obviously a reference to <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. So I looked it up and it was like Wes Craven directed because I didn't know he directed. I literally bought it. It says Wes Craven's <laughs> on the front. And I didn't even pay attention. Um, but then I don't know. I think during research it said. Oh, I was looking at his stuff because he acts too, but he just does cameos in his movies, kind of like Alfred Hitchcock would do. Yeah, I mean, if I was a director like that, I'd be in every uh, cameo every single one of my movies. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, also, since he was an employee at the school, I'm going with Henry Winkler. He was Principal Hembry. I love him. He was Fonzie from Happy Days. Yeah. And 
uh, hanging up in his closet, he has like his leather jacket from Happy Days. Wait, really? I didn't know it was that. Yeah. And then he also <laughs> is in HBO's Barry as mm-hmm. Gene Cousineau. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It's about a hitman. Like, he has a hit on someone that's in an acting class, and then he just starts going to the acting class and doesn't want to be a hitman anymore and wants to be an actor. <laughs> what? Yeah, Bill Hader is the main character. He plays Barry. But yeah. It's incredible. Sounds awesome. Yeah. Okay, so the other two... Well, back to the principal real quick. Did you know okay. that that he that you know he dies? Are we allowed to do spoilers? I guess. Well, we yeah. have to, we have to. I guess. Yeah, we can do spoilers. Uh, he how he dies, right? He gets stabbed. Yeah, yeah. Well, he <clears throat> so they had to add that like at the end of the film or whatever because there's like thirty minutes in the film where nobody dies, and, like the oh really, and like the producers or like the company or whatever that's making the film. So that they needed more deaths or something, because it was like Drew Barrymore, Drew Barrymore dies, and then mm-hmm. not until like the last uh, when they're at Steve's uh, house, nobody yeah. dies. So they had to add somebody. So they killed the principal. That's interesting. <laughs> I saw like they they took out a scene where during the bathroom scene when Sydney's in there and like the scream person, Ghostface, I guess mm-hmm. is his name, right? Yeah, Ghostface. Yeah. yeah, he's in the bathroom and like starts chasing her and she escapes. Mm-hmm. supposedly there's a scene where she goes to the principal's office and like is like hey there's someone in the bathroom and so later on whenever he gets kids that are wearing the mask he's like you guys are expelled because he's like you know she literally uh, almost died from these people so yeah because whenever in the movie he like tells them they're expelled i was like i mean sure it's in bad taste that they're <laughs> running around with those masks but like you think Expulsion people, seems pretty serious. Do you think they'd be expelled in Arposey? That happened? No, no. Dude, if somebody got killed in Arposey, that'd be an absolute just craziest thing ever. Yeah, like, that's <laughs> how I was looking at it. It was like, if we were in high school and, like, people were murdered, nobody would <laughs> be wearing butchered. the mask that the murderer was wearing. Dude, like, some, somebody would, for sure. That's so insensitive. <laughs> Actually, yeah, someone probably Yeah, it's an Arposey, would. dude. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the other two people I wrote down was Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers. I also kind of expected her to play a major role because she's Monica and friends for those of you that don't know. Um, but she actually approached the producers about this and said that she wanted to play a bitch because (laughs) all of her other roles were just like Monica. Like they were just like a nice, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, no, find me a role. Where I can play a bitch. And they're like, okay, here you go. She's trying to get Um, rid of that stereotype. (laughs) Exactly. And the other person is her former husband. I was going to tell you that, dude. Yeah. I loved him growing up because he was in Ready to Rumble and C-Spot Run. Have you seen those? I haven't even heard of those two. What is that? (laughs) C-Spot Run? I looked them up now, and they look terrible. (laughs) Dude, he's awesome, though, as Dewey. Yeah, he is. There's like, they do a cool thing in this movie where you kind of suspect everyone can be the bad guy. Yeah. Did you see when uh, uh, Sydney got that phone call when they're at uh, Dewey's house or whatever, and then he like is in the room, and then right when the call ends, or whatever, he comes out. So you're, yeah, exactly. Thinking he might be the one. Yeah, and at one point they show him. They show um, it's in the bathroom scene. Actually, he steps down from the toilet. And he's wearing, like, combat boots. And I was like, okay, that's kind of something that, like, a sheriff would wear. <laughs> Dewey. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's also, like, whenever he gets Gale to go, like, look at a car for him or whatever, he, like, is like, oh, I thought we could walk instead. And I was like, is this guy just going to, like, walk her out to the darkness and kill her? Like, what's going <laughs> on here? That would be a crazy twist if he was the killer. <laughs> exactly. Um but, but yeah, they were they, they were married after the first one, after this one, and then well, they they made three of them together, and then they got divorced, and then they made a fourth one after they were divorced. Scream, oh, really? Scream four, yeah. <laughs> that's it's, it's kind of awkward, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> I guess that's all I have to say about the cast and director. Is there anything you want to add before we get into like the actual movie, movie, which we kind of already have? So, I mean, you didn't talk about the writer, dude. 
the writer. Okay, you can talk about him because I looked up other stuff he wrote, and it was just it's not good. This. Yeah, well, I mean, the, he's not. I don't think he's like. It's just a bunch of TV shows. I think was what yeah. he wrote. His, his name is Kevin Williamson. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I had like a fun fact on how he came up with like the. I'll just read it. Was it based on the Gainesville Ripper? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I was going to go into that. Where, do you want to go into it later or now? I can go into it now. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, so um, the Gainesville Ripper, his name was Danny Rowling, and he was in Gainesville, Florida, obviously. And essentially, he just wanted to be famous. Yeah. Um, he said he wanted to be the next Ted Bundy. And then he went and killed a bunch of people. And, like, I think he killed five people in Gainesville and, like, attempted to murder his dad and someone else. Um, but I was actually, like, glad I haven't heard of him. Like, I listened to some true crime podcasts and stuff, and I hadn't heard of him. And I was glad because, like, he literally killed to be famous. <laughs> so it's kind of good that he didn't get his wish. Yeah, that he's not famous. <laughs> yeah. Even though um, this this movie's loosely based off of him, mm-hmm. well, but at I'll least read, they didn't like mention him or anything. I read what it says, like how he, Kevin Williamson got the idea of this yeah. movie. He said he's watching a Barbara Walters special on the guy, the Gainesville murderers mm-hmm. or murders. He said he's getting so spooked that uh, during a commercial break that he heard a noise and he went to search the house. Uh, then he saw in the living room that a window was open. And he said he's been in the house for two days and never noticed that a window was open. <laughs> so he got really scared and then went to the kitchen, got a butcher knife, and they got a, on his phone and called a friend. And then the friend started asking him about scary movies, <laughs> like just messing with him, I guess. And then yeah. he, he said that he went to bed so spooked that he was having nightmares. And he woke up at like 3 in the morning and started writing the opening scene where Drew, Bar- Drew Barrymore is killed. <laughs> That's very cool. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So with that. We will go into the opening scene where Drew Barrymore is killed. Also, spoilers, we've already said it, but hey. Yeah, if you haven't seen the movie, probably don't listen right she, here. She was Bertrand. Yeah, watch the yeah. movie. Watch the movie so you can try to guess who the killer yeah, k- killer definitely. is. Yeah. Um, did you time out? Did you guess? Did you like trying to guess throughout the whole movie? Kind of. So I think I'll I think I'll hit on it later. Alright, alright. Okay. Get ahead of what myself. about you? Or do you want to wait? Well, well I mean, wait? I saw it like, I mean, first time I saw it was like 15 years ago, so I don't really remember, but. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like watching uh, Star Wars movies, and then it says like, Luke, I am your father or whatever, and you're like, yeah, we know. Like, everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I assume that's how it was for you. But the, the first thing I want to hit on is the rules of a horror movie that they touch on, because they literally, like, like, okay, these are all the things that happen in a horror movie that are stupid, and then they do those things. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I wrote them all down here. I'm just going to say them, and then we I'll go one by one. We'll talk about, like, that and when mm-hmm. it showed up in the movie. Um, so one is you will not survive if you have sex. <laughs> yeah, only virgins survive. <laughs> yep. Um which I think was true because I think in most movies it's like that. And then I mean, yeah. Sydney was a virgin, and the dude couldn't kill her, and then we lost. She lost her virginity, and then almost <laughs> almost died. I mean, she survived, but yeah, like immediately after. Yeah. Um, the other one was if you drink or do drugs, you'll not survive. Um, as which, everyone's drinking <laughs> yeah at, at a party they're all drinking whenever he says that he's yeah. like yeah you can't the other one was if you say I'll be right back you won't be back which yep. happens yep. right after that because <laughs> Stu I think Randy's the character's name he's like telling everyone these rules and yeah. Stu's like hey man can I get you another beer and Randy's like yeah sure and then Stu's like I'll be right back <laughs> and it's pretty funny but because he hit both of those in one thing yeah um, and then four, they said everyone is a suspect, like no one's safe. Yeah. Which is true in this. Um, especially like the way that they frame some stuff. Like it's weird. They try to get you to think someone else did it. Like mm-hmm. when Sydney's dad, like he's been gone and then they're like, 
his car's here. Yeah. So like, oh crap, it's probably him. Yeah, um, and then Billy technically got stabbed, like fake stabbed, and then so you're like, oh, he's definitely not it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, and like we said with Dewey, whenever <laughs> they're on the phone, he's in the room. As soon as it hangs up, then he appears and says, yeah. "Like it could be him." Um, and then they have never say who's there. If you ask who's there, then you'll die or whatever. <laughs> um, Which I mean, those are then, all just cliches of other horror movies. That's why they say exactly. Oh. And the last one was, "You will not survive if you investigate a strange noise." <laughs> um, so that's all of the rules of a horror movie which i think they hit on pretty much all of those in this movie but they did it in, like not a cheeky way yeah like they, one of them was um i think it's sydney in her first confrontation where she's like oh the the killer stalking some big breasted lady who never goes for the front door and just runs up the stairs Five and seconds then, later, she's doing that exact thing. <laughs> yeah, but she, like, tries to go for the door and open it, but it's still locked. She can't get it unlocked, so then she's like, oh, crap. Then she runs upstairs. Exactly. I and think so, the, like, the, the, the point is, like, if you're in that situation, like, you think you know what you do, like, as it's, like me and you or everybody watching is like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, don't be an idiot. And thinking we do something different, but if you're in that situation, you never know. The only time that in this movie where I was like, are you stupid? Was when... Um, <laughs> The friend, I can't remember her name right now, um, but the blonde chick. In the what? The blonde chick when she tried yeah, to go through in the, the garage. The garage. The yeah. Yeah, and she was fighting or not fighting, but Ghostface was there, and she's just like, "Oh, someone's just playing around." It's like, <laughs> just don't assume that. Like, just be safe. Don't assume at some point. Like, try to lift up the mask. Yeah. You know, if you think someone's playing around with you. Um, when she died, I was pumped. Not what, because she died, like but the... No, the way she died, I was oh, like... Oh, through the elevator, or through on. the garage door? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, like, tries to crawl out the doggy door of the garage door. I think that would probably be the worst way to die of all the people that died. I actually know the television fall on your face would probably be the worst. Oh, yeah, that was not <laughs> great. Yeah, that would suck. Did you know that girl uh, that you're talking about? I think her the actress is, like, Rose McGowan or something. Yeah. You know the me, the Me Too movement thing. Yes. Uh, she was like the the main person, and you know, you know the people that like produce this movie. Where's Harvey, Harvey Weinstein, which is just like, yeah. ironic. <clears throat> yeah, I actually saw Bob Weinstein really helped get this movie along because they were trying to release it and they had to send it to the MPA. Yeah. And they just kept giving it an NC-17. Yeah. And he told them, hey, look at it as a comedy. And then it got rated R. Yeah, exactly. Because um, it was too gory and stuff. Yeah, which I kind of would have liked to see the original version with all the gore. Because <laughs> they said that they had to take out a bunch of scenes and, like, lower the gore. Yeah, but if it was NC-17, nobody would have saw that. <laughs> exactly. That's why I wish, like, bonus features on the Oh, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, and like we've said, this hits on a bunch of classic horror movies. And so I did take a tally of horror movie references, at least that I caught. <laughs> Do you remember the on the first scene they asked, uh, did you know the answers to the mo the questions? Um, I think the first one was like, who's the killer? I mean, that one's pretty easy in Halloween. Yeah. You, you know that one, right? Yes. Who? Michael Myers. <laughs> All right, good. <laughs> and then the other one was like a trick question. It was a trick question, yeah. It's who's the, I, I who's the killer in the, uh, the Friday the 13th. Yeah. And, and then, she said Jason, and but it was Jason's mom, yeah, technically. Yeah, because the first one, Jason's mom's the killer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I actually thought it was weird because they were talking on the phone, and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm about to watch a scary movie <laughs> and so she brought up scary movies and that yeah. just happened to be the thing that these guys were about did That's you weird. know what any of this movie was about before you watched it no i just knew it was a horror movie nice yeah um but like immediately in that first scene i could tell like oh this is just going to be like 
not making, I guess kind of making fun of horror movies, but like making all the tropes of a horror movie, all the rules we just went over Mm -hmm. and like making them into a movie. Um, so the references, what do you think the most referenced scary movie was? Uh, I think I heard prom night a few times. It was not, not prom night. It was Uh, Halloween. Halloween. Damn it. I should have got that. That's my favorite, (laughs) favorite person. Michael Myers. That was mask. Yeah. Um, should have wore his mask for this podcast i counted six references to it six what were the do you yeah. have written down um i don't but i can think of some like there were a couple that i only found after i looked up like s- trivia about this movie so like one was in the first scene whenever um drew barrymore's parents come home and she's not there they're like hey go to the mckinsey's and call the police um and in Halloween, I guess that's the same thing that their parents said. It was like, hey, go to the neighbors, the McKinsey's, and oh, call wow. the police. Um, that was the one that I didn't catch. But then there's, like, in the movie when uh, not Dan, Randy, when Randy <laughs> is um, watching movies after all the extras leave that like don't have any names he's sitting there he stays there and he's watching halloween yeah like, that's a pretty obvious one yeah um and it's funny because that he's watching this is what you're talking about earlier with like the horror movie thing he's in the movie jamie lee curtis or michael mars like behind jamie lee curtis and he's like yeah don't, don't be an idiot she's right behind you he's right behind you and then he's right behind him is ghost face yeah exactly <laughs> that was funny um but i had that in nightmare on elm street those were the two most commonly referenced which makes sense since Wes Craven directed Nightmare on Elm Street and at the beginning they even say like Drew Barrymore says the first one was good but all the sequels sucked and supposedly (laughs) he did the first one and then sold the rights to it and then all the sequels sucked and so that (laughs) was a cool way yeah um and then also yeah go on no go ahead no, I was gonna go off to topic. Go. I was gonna go off topic first. No, it's fine. The rest only have like two and one references per what, movie. What so. were they? Prom night? It was one. If you don't say yep, prom, prom night, I'm night, pissed. Okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Wait, well, which one was the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Uh, I don't remember. I think they say the title of it once. Oh, really? It might have been yeah. the movie store, right? Uh, maybe not. Yeah, a lot of these were in the movie store. Um, yeah. Psycho had two. Um, Silence of the Lambs. I can't remember which ones I've said now. It's fine. It doesn't matter. What were you going to say? I was going to say, like, the... I can't remember the name of the actor or whatever that was doing the voice of the killer of Ghostface, like, on the phone calls. But, uh... Like, he didn't meet the whole cast. Like, they didn't want him to meet the cast because they wanted, like, the actors and actresses, like Drew Barrymore, to be scared. Mm-hmm. It was, like, voice. literally a stranger's voice on the phone. Yeah, exactly. Also, another thing, which is kind of weird... Uh, the Wes Craven was telling Drew Barrymore like animal cruelty, real life stories yeah, I saw <laughs> in the opening scene, so she'd be scared and crying. Yeah, which is to make her psychotic. emotional. This is because she's an animal rights activist <laughs> telling her stories of animal cruelty. That's pretty messed up. Hey, which maybe that just helped her be a better, <laughs> better animal rights activist. Uh, that's pretty funny. You never bro. know. It is. It's kind of <laughs> twisted, but hey. <laughs> I think we read the exact same research. Yeah. Um, but now we can, we'll just spoil who the killers are. No. No? And I said, uh-oh. Oh, I thought you said no. I was like, <laughs> no, we won't. You have to watch it. Um, essentially, it's her boyfriend and his best friend, Stu. Yeah, so there's two so, of them. So, yeah. That's um, pretty much a twist because you think it's just one person all the time. Exactly. And, like, you think it's... You don't think it's him at the beginning because he's, she's getting attacked in her home, and then like the door shuts and is literally like five seconds later, mm-hmm. he crawls up through her window in completely different clothes. And you're like, okay, that's physically not possible for him to get there, but he like drops a telephone, <laughs> yeah. like a mobile phone, and she's just like, oh my gosh, it was him, and so she calls the cops and like gets him arrested, and while he's in jail, she gets another call from. Ghostface or whatever his name was. Is mm-hmm. that it? Yeah, Ghostface. Okay, I was going to say, I said it earlier. That's his technical name, but I don't think they actually say his name the entire movie. 
Yeah, I saw, like... Because I don't like that name. Ghostface makes it sound stupid. What would you call him? Make up a name right now. They don't call him names. I ain't call him nothing. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird name, but I also saw that they wanted him to be an all-white. Yeah, I saw that too. But it looked kind of like a KKK member, so we're <laughs> yeah. trying to avoid that. Production designer probably had a good idea of changing it to black. Yeah, which is... I think it's more scary that way. It's less oh, like a ghost sure. and more like a, I guess, costume. I don't know. Um, but they're, the guy's motive, um, her boyfriend, whose name I forget, Billy, um, his motive was that Sydney's mom was sleeping with his dad. Yeah, apparently Sydney's mom was like the town slut lack of a yeah. better word but <laughs> exactly yeah so um, then, and then she died like a year ago to the date yeah so. and he killed her because like his mom ended up leaving them because yeah. his dad cheated on her yeah and then um, Stu doesn't have a motive he just had peer pressure <laughs> yeah that was funny at the end like he's yeah. talking to her on the phone while he's bleeding out <laughs> and he's like I'm just I was peer pressured. And so it's kind of funny, but I kind of thought he kind of seems like he's in love with Billy. Like there's one scene, like whenever they're, when they're in the kitchen and they like, you know, it's them. Billy like has a knife or a gun up to Sydney and like Stu is like on the back of his neck with like his lips (laughs) real close to the guy's neck. And, like, anytime he talks, he just, like, looks at the side of his face, like, super close. Like, you don't just do that, like, just the bro, you know? (laughs) So, my my twist is that he's in love with him. I was reading that, uh, like, the writers and directors, they wanted, they were, like, split between one of them, or uh, wanting a motive and not wanting a motive. So then they had two killers, they just split them. One had a motive, one didn't. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I guess like he that. might be gay, I don't know. That's what we'll go yeah. with that he's gay. Yeah, that's that's my hot take is that he's gay. Um There I like how supposedly if you go back and watch it you can see um it that it is two different people dressed up like Whenever it's Stu, you can tell because he's more like bumbly. And, like, yeah, he's always falling around. down and stuff. Yeah, and then whenever it's Billy, he's more precise and like mm-hmm. rigid. I guess more athletic than <laughs> yeah. Stu. Um, dude, I love Stu in this movie. He's <laughs> he was so funny. And I think Stu is my favorite character. Yeah, Stu and Dewey. And, yeah, Dewey's pretty cool too. But they try to. Their plan is to get away with it and say, like, oh, were they going to frame someone? Like, I don't know. Yeah, they're they're going to frame uh, Sydney's dad. Yeah, that's what Because they had him taped oh. up, and then they were going to kill everybody, and then they, they started stabbing each other. Billy and Stu started stabbing each other. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and they, like, got mad at each other while doing it and started stabbing each other more. <laughs> Billy stabbed Stu uh, too deep, and Stu just got pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, stabbed him really hard. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. It's like whenever I at college – when people get drunk and they're just like pushing people around or like, you know, <laughs> stuff like that is like that, but they're actually stabbing each other. <laughs> it's pretty funny. They just start stabbing each other. And I think, is that what kills them? No. Cause remember, Oh, Dewey comes back. No, no, no. Cordy Cox comes back. Oh yeah. That's Cause she, she had the gun and then you thought, Oh, they're screwed. And then the safety was on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she choked there. And then, <laughs> Billy's like, I know something you don't. Yeah. And then she tried to shoot, and then he just hit her. And then, and then Sydney like disappears because they weren't paying attention to her. And then Sydney starts calling them on the phone, acting like uh, with the voice of mm-hmm. Ghostface. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was pretty fun. I liked, uh, not liked. It's a weird thing to like, but <laughs> when Sydney was out in the news van with the cameraman. Um, he's in Deadwood. If you haven't seen Deadwood, it's a good show. Uh, but 
he like opens the door because they're watching the tape from inside and they can see Ghostface is in there, but it's mm-hmm. 30 seconds delayed. Yeah. And so like it looks like he's still in there, but he opens the door to the van and then Ghostface slits his throat. <laughs> That's your favorite And I was part. just, it was like very violent, I guess. Are you it, calling like, me? It. It. You said I had a psychopath mindset earlier. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying, dude? Okay. <laughs> You got a good point. I like that it showed it, and it wasn't just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm surprised they did that, and it wasn't uh, MPAA having issues with it. Yeah. Screw the MPAA, uh, dude. I hate them. <laughs> okay, but like you said, your psychopathic tendencies, thank you for bringing them up. Uh, mine uh, or yours? <laughs> yours. Uh, what? I could... No offense here. I'm going to say very offensive stuff. That's how it started. Hey, I, don't I can easily offense. see you becoming these guys. <laughs> Millions do? <laughs> if someone just wrongs you, <laughs> I know I have backup on this. Uh, ben Simpson? Yeah. No, yeah. it's just like, since you're into horror movies, like these guys. <laughs> Try to copy what they're doing. If, if you were an aggressive serial killer, you would use <laughs> what you've learned from the movies and, like, you know, use that for your crimes to help you out. Yeah, it reminds me. One of my favorite quotes on movies uh, is, movie is uh, I think it was Billy at the end. Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Yeah, I so, like that. On your point, I thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> I wrote a paper. I forgot to tell you this. I wrote a paper on this movie in English 101 in college. Cause we had oh, a really? Write, we had to write about a movie. That's why I picked this movie for this because – I remember, like, I watched like three times and wrote like a five-page paper on it. Uh, and that teacher was just a complete dick because he was a master's student and he was teaching English one one. He's trying to make it hard, and like mm-hmm. the, the average for all the sections was like fifty percent A's, but our nice. our section only had ten percent A's. <laughs> dick. But, oh god. Um, what specifically like did you write about? Was I'm it not, like a? The plot or like characters or I think it was just like finding more meaning meaning outside the movie or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but I was trying to find that, but I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. I found a flash drive the other week of my high school papers and presentations, <laughs> and it's pretty embarrassing to look at. <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny to see. Yeah. Um, so, do you have anything else that you want to hit on specifically for the movie? Yeah. Did we say how it ended? We didn't say how it ended. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> I don't remember where we left off. It doesn't matter. Just well, I wherever think... you feel like it's a good place to start. Well, pretty much Sydney kills both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stu dies because the television like went on top of his head. Yeah. Which would be the worst way to die. And then Billy gets shot. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much Sydney, uh, Courtney Cox, Dewey, and uh, the movie buff guy uh, uh, survived. D- uh, Randy. Randy, I can forget his name. Yeah, he survives. But yeah, that's pretty much how it ends. Yeah. Um, was there anything? I don't remember. Like after the night of the party, was there anything like the next day? Or no, I think it was the, the ending. Was just Courtney Cox being live on the news channel and then it yeah ended. that's what it was okay well, yeah so i guess like if literally this movie just came out and it was this i'd be like i'd kind of want to see a sequel <laughs> but now that i know like the sequels are bad i don't really want to watch them who told you they're bad did you look into it yeah yeah they're not i mean they're not that good but they're still worth watching if you like the movie hmm. but the scream 4 is actually really good scream 2 and 3 aren't very good but scream 4 is good Okay. Uh, I assume you're going to watch the new one whenever that comes out? Yeah, it comes out in like two years, right? A couple years. Yeah, I think that's. Uh, yeah. I think I saw 2022. Everything's getting pushed back, so. Yeah, it sucks. I was looking forward to Halloween coming out this year. Yeah. The GOAT, Michael Myers. <laughs> you're obsessed. Yeah, I can't believe. Yeah, Ben Simpson tried to convince me one time we were at lunch that I was a psychopath. He's laying down like the. He's laying down like the personality traits and stuff. Like, dude, what are you talking about? I can see it. Shout out Ben Simpson. <laughs> I need to call Ben right now and just put him on speaker. Put on like, speaker. Ben, why is Drake a psychopath? <laughs> uh, I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> That's what psychopaths say. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> 
No, I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, like overall, I really enjoyed this. So far, I just keep saying this, but every movie I've reviewed on the podcast, I, I've i only seen one of them before. And, like, I just never watched all the others because I was like, hey, I've heard about this, but it just doesn't look like something I'm into. And every single one, I've just been like, this is pretty good. Like, where? <laughs> what have I been up to? What all movies have you done so far? Um, Gladiator. That was with Lance, right? The ex- yeah, here's the exception. The Last Airbender with Austin Ramsey. Um, three was Hail Caesar with my sister. Oh, I guess I'd seen that one before. And then... What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Oh, uh, with Leo and Johnny Depp? Yeah. And then... <laughs> Hereditary. Dude, that movie is awesome. And The Birds. Did you not see Hereditary before? No, I'd seen that one. I was about to say, I That's thought, one, like, don't I you, got a poster hanging up back there. Let's say, don't you, like, worship that director? Hey, worship is a too light of a word. <laughs> too light. What's the <laughs> other movie he made? That cult movie? <laughs> Midsummer. Did you like that movie? I love it. Dude, I, it was good, but it was pretty weird. <laughs> it's weird. There's so, that- the first time I saw it, I saw it in theaters. It was the first movie I saw in Colorado. Oh, wow. Um, I saw it in theaters, and I was pretty disappointed. I was like, you know, it's not as, like, it's not hereditary. And I was like, (laughs) it's weird, whatever. And then now I've seen it, like, four times since then, and every time I watch it, I just love it more and more. (laughs) Which one do you like better, hereditary or that one? I think hereditary is the better movie, but I like Midsummer more. Interesting. Yeah, Hereditary is awesome. Yeah. The best scene when her, the, I mean, not the, not the best, uh, but the craziest when her head gets cut off by the stop sign or whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's freaking weird. Uh, but yeah, check check all those episodes out, listeners. And Drake. Um, okay, so now are you ready to move in to the conclusion? I'm Do you ready. Have anything you else? Are. You? I okay. Don't think so. Yeah, we're about 50 minutes in, so we'll just start oh, wow. wrapping up here. It's like, it like 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, so we have our rating system where you <laughs> rate it from one to three. No halves, no lower, no higher. What would you rate this, Drake Davenport? One, two, or three. Uh, I would rate it a three. Okay. Just because, I mean, I'm not going to pick a movie that I don't like. So That's true. In like two, I feel like that's a pretty like – hard system to rate because like two out of three is like a 66 percent that's what i'm thinking hey it's subjective you know whatever whatever you're feeling that day so i'm gonna rate it a two what yeah i don't have i think it's a great movie Mm -hmm. but i won't rate it a three it doesn't feel like a three to me yeah i don't have a reason why it depends on the day (laughs) it's a cult classic (laughs) my scale changes Screams yeah. a cult classic. And also, I don't think we hit on this, but it was originally supposed to be called Scary Movie. Yeah, I had that. Which makes um, sense. Yeah, that's pretty uh, crazy, because now the other yeah. parodies of it or whatever called that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I'm going to give my recommendation. Um, as we talked about late earlier, this is like a satirical film about horror movies, but it's done right. And so, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're saying Scream's not done right? No, no. I'm saying Scream is done oh, right. Oh, so you hate on the And so movie? is no. So is this recommendation? Oh, okay. They are the only two movies I've seen that have done this with horror movies, and it is Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. No, that's not even a scary movie. Yes, but it plays on the tropes of a horror movie. Do you like it? Do you like Tucker and Dale vs. Evil? It's all right. I mean, it's not. I will kill you. It's incredible. <laughs> so, all right, it's really good, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. There's another one that's kind of similar that Kevin Williamson wrote, I think, is I Know What You Did Last Summer. Have you seen mm-hmm. that? I have not. It's a good movie, too. I'll take your word for it. No, you I'm should, kidding. I always say it. that when people recommend a movie, and, but that's what this podcast is for, is to get me out there and watch more movies. Yeah. Okay, so next week, it should be the Actually, I think I've done t- not enough episodes. What? What? So this will come out. This episode will come out Friday the sixteenth. I'm hoping this Friday. Yeah, and Sweet. then 
an episode on the 23rd, then I'd need another episode for the 30th. Crap. I thought I had one more. But there's five Fridays in October. Oh. So, I'll have to find another movie. But on the next episode, I'm going to be joined by the lovely Mason Head, and we are going to be watching Get Out by Jordan Peele. It's a legendary movie. Exactly. So, um, yeah, Mason chose to do that. I'm excited. I love the movie. And that's what we're going to be talking about next week. So, Drake, do you have anything that you would like to promote or say before we hang up the phone? Uh, I got nothing to promote, but but shout out to you for having me on and doing this and it's awesome man proud of you keep it up wow. i gotta come wow, visit colorado you. again yeah you do um i'm just going to say everybody get out there and vote please <laughs> so that's my thing um and before we go just gonna say the the spiel uh check us out on twitter at cinefits pod and then you can reach us on Gmail at friendswithcinefits at gmail.com. And we are online at notabombpodcast.com, which is where the Not A Bomb podcast is hosted. And they're gracious enough to let me do this. Um, so check them out for all your other movie podcast needs. And that's all I got. So, Drake, thank you so much for joining. It's been it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, as always. Thanks, fans. Good to talk to you, like always. Wow. So, <laughs> everybody, thank you for listening.